0: This is President Jason Wright, and you're listening to Ramblin' About Washington. Today, I'd like to welcome to the show my guy, Mark Holmes, Cowboy Joe Boo, YouTube celebrity for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, doing this thing out here. I recently found out he was a Virginia native as well. Welcome to
1: the show, Mark. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm still a little hungover from last night. We were doing a whole lot of shots and, you know, Tom Brady kept taking those shots down the field. And, you know, I'm just shot the hell up right now, man. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I got a spot over here for you. You know, I got a spot right here. So when <laughs> you're not over there at that toxic waste dump, FedEx Field, oh, I got man. a space for you to come over here. You can get some Joe Boo wings, and we can talk some smack uh, on game days.
0: Hell yeah, I'm with it. I'm, that's a there's a lot of that's a lot of Dallas stuff I in propaganda I see over there. But you know what? When I'm not at the stadium, I am down to do it. We can get our we can get our Skip and Shannon on. Man, I'm down to just go ahead and debate and talk some NFC East football. But Definitely. You guys kicked off the season last night versus Tampa in one of the best season opening games I've seen in quite some time. Did you agree? And what's your what's your synopsis on the performance last night?
1: Um, I think a, a message might be sent around the NFL that the Dallas Cowboys may be a little bit better than thought about. Uh, all this talk we had heard about, you know, Dak Prescott, you know, that first hit he hasn't had preseason, and you know uh, he's going to be rusty. I got to tell you, Dak threw all that shit aside. If if they are right, if Adam Schefter is right that Dak's not a hundred percent, Lord help the NFL if he does get the hundred percent. Because man, that was that was a, a game for the ages. Uh, that was an NFL record-breaking amount of passing yards for a season opener. Uh, It was just unbelievable. Unfortunately, my Cowboys fell short, but I'm going to look at it
0: as,
1: (laughs) actually, I'm going to actually look at it as, it might have been the perfect way to start the season for him. Because you know how us Cowboy fans are. If we had pulled out the victory there. Super Bowl. (laughs) That's the (laughs) expectation you got the target on your back, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: You lose it and get just blown out like everybody thought, then of course that's demoralizing. But you, as a player, look at this and say, damn, we went toe-to-toe with these guys. We got screwed in the end by the officials. It it makes you hungrier to try and succeed. And, And the Cowboys, you look at the schedule, the next eight games. Now, last year doesn't mean the same results for this year. Of course. The next eight games are against teams that all had losing records last year. Cowboys could go on a roll.
0: They could. They certainly could. You know, the schedule is a little light on y'all's side, you know. But we all, we play similar teams. But, I mean, y'all got Herbert next week. Y'all got to go up to L.A. But speaking of Herbert, that's who we open the season up against. And we're going to okay. get to our game in a second because there's a few things we got to touch on from this game. You know
1: again. L.A. Is, is a home game for the Cowboys, right? Now. Oh, oh, for
0: sure. It's going to be full of Dallas Cowboys. The, the
1: Chargers, <laughs> look, the Chargers couldn't fill up a soccer stadium. You think, <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know how many cowboy fans there. That one place will be rocking with Dallas Cowboy fans oh, for sure. I expect um, it to be. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, we we don't need to focus in on the Cowboys right now. We actually need to focus in on what you guys are gonna do this. Week. <laughs> what we're gonna do this weekend. What we're gonna do this weekend is. I don't think it's gonna
0: be the prettiest of games, but we're gonna get the dub. I got us with a 2117 victory uh-huh. over the Chargers. I think Herbert's stats are gonna look better than a 2117 loss. Like he's gonna yeah. have some yards and a couple touchdowns, but I think we're gonna turn him over a couple times. And I think our offense is surprisingly gonna look better than people expect it to be. I, I I'm fine for a one year rental of Ryan Fitzpatrick because of what we have around him. I know you're giving me that face I know I know (laughs) I'll take him for 17 games man the team is bought in like they're 10 toes down with the guy unless he gets hurt I don't see knock on wood I don't see him being pulled because the team believes in this guy and he's a significant step up from what we got from Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins last year what are your thoughts on our game Sunday versus the Chargers
1: I'm just wondering what flavor Kool Aid you like.
0: <laughs> I like them all, man. Just put enough sugar in it.
1: <laughs> Cause you definitely drinking the Kool Aid on hell Ryan yeah, Patrick, man. Um, I think that's going to be your Achilles' heel. Is going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I, I actually got to look at it from the standpoint of you're playing at home. You've got the Chargers having to come across the West from the West Coast. That's going to be a, actually a ten o'clock kickoff for them what their body's used to and the Mm -hmm. advantage should be to you guys um but the thing i try and tell people is don't get too excited or too upset by what you see in september facts because you really don't know what teams are like until october um you know for all we know that that might be the pinnacle for tampa bay and Tampa Bay may just go on a slide. It might be that Tampa Bay is just really not that good. And the Cowboys were just okay to hang with them.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that can always be the case. Because fools, gold, and pretenders come out early in September. If, always.
1: If remember, Tampa Bay last year's season opener got their ass handed to them.
0: Hell, yeah.
1: Uh, by New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And mid-season they were, you know, like seven and five and then went on a tear. So don't get too excited or too worked out, or don't believe in all this stuff. I've seen the Cardinals start out 4-0 and then proceed not to win another game before. Yep. And what happens is is you don't really know what to expect. You know, what kind of offense, what kind of changes, the different personnel, how they're going to fit in and so forth. So I, I hate to say it, but I think Washington does get the victory. Um,
0: ah, my guy <laughs> uh, I, I i
1: say i hate to say that i think that they do <laughs> will i root for that to happen oh hell no oh we know <laughs> but i actually have a kind of a question for you on this one now now, okay. see, uh, i have a discord channel that um, my man ross and stewart taking care of and we have five fantasy football teams uh leagues in there and um i am the unconventional one i am like a you know a, a Fantasy football virgin and so forth. And basically, what I said, I got my man Stu basically doing all my picks and running it for me. I said, I want Dak every time, first round, I want Dak Prescott. Okay. Cause I don't want to <laughs> miss him on the second go round. They're like, but you don't draft the quarterback the first round. I said, look, yeah, you I don't do that. <laughs> and last night, you know, he had some great fantasy football numbers. um And I think it's going to be some great football numbers. But don't you actually have Dak Prescott too? Yeah,
0: I do have Dak Prescott as my fantasy quarterback. Correct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here was my thing with fantasy football, as I told Stu. I said, Stu, I don't want no Giants stank. I don't want no Eagles stank. And I damn sure don't want no Washington stank on my team. <laughs> it, it's just something wrong about that. A, it, it does I, feel dirty. I, 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 you, you were like, oh, man, I hate the Cowboys. Goddamn, Dak, are you doing it?
0: <laughs> I just can't do man how do you do that it it feels dirty but at the end of the day if I'm gonna play fantasy we're like in my league we have a heavy ass championship belt with engravings on it but we're playing for $1,500 so there's a there's a good little pot and I play in a couple money leagues and when we put money on it like I can't be thinking with my heart I gotta think with my head and I expect Dallas's offense to be humming so I proudly have Dak and Cooper in my fantasy lineup, and it oh, looks you got, great. Oh, you got both of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh.
1: oh, my man. So you definitely going to be making some money on those two. Um, but how do you feel about your team going into it? Do you, you feel confident on this one?
0: I feel like it's a it's a toss up matchup because I feel like the teams are on similar trajectories. They have the quarterback position solved. We don't, but the team we're both coming off seven and nine seasons. They happen to be in the goats division over there with Mahomes, so they didn't yep. have a chance. But we won our division at seven and nine. Two different stories, but they have a rookie coach. I think our experience coaching wise. Is going to be the difference, and I think the best unit that will take the field on Sunday is our defense. They have things to prove. I can admit at times last year our defense was overrated, and we took advantage of bad quarterback situations, and teams got what they wanted with us on the ground. But I think we're going to solve those issues, and I think this year this defense is going to step up to the elite ability that national pundits are starting to feel that we can become and I got us in a 21-17 victory to open the season. What kind of score you think?
1: Well, we know Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're going to be throwing the football around and trying to spread the field. Um but you know Fitzpatrick gets streaky and he will have those turnovers. Um man, your defense. Jeez. Hubert's pretty good. I'm actually going to go ahead and say 24, uh, you know, like I said, I think you're going to win, but I ain't, I'm not going to say you're going to win. I'm actually going to go ahead and say 24, 21 chargers. Mm. Mm. Even though I think you're gonna win, I I, I, just, I just see I can't get dirty like that, man. I don't know how you can do that. Shit. I can't get. I just can't. I just can't.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you gotta cheat a little bit, man. Sometimes you just gotta get a little. You gotta step on the dark side a little bit, especially when there's money involved. But you know, you know, in your heart, we're gonna win the game on Sunday, though. <laughs> well, do I?
1: I think so. Um, after seeing the Cowboys' offense last night. Did that scare you guys any? It didn't scare me because
0: I know what the hell the vibes are. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend. I hate y'all. I hate Dallas. I hate the franchise. Fuck y'all. But (laughs) I love your quarterback. He's great. I was concerned that he was going to be injured and he was going to come out looking shaky because I don't want to hear y'all excuses when we win this division again. I will say – his mobility, he looks like he has some catching up to do with that. Obviously, coming off surgery, he's getting used to his new ankle and all that good stuff. He, he definitely looks like he gets ran down by defensive linemen easier than we're used to seeing Dak do. But as a passer, I mean – it's first nature for him. Like, he looked phenomenal last night. 400 yards in your first game back versus Super Bowl champs who have a good defense.
1: Three TDs. One interception that, that uh, you know, at first I was looking, I was like, damn, he threw that in some traffic. But then when you looked at the replays. It was, it was C.D.'s fault. It, that, that shit was threat. You were like, damn, how did he make that throw? He alligator armed the shit oh out of that God. when He wanted
0: no parts of that safety. But, but
1: <laughs> now, now, here's the thing, though. Now, um, I'm not going to kill C.D. Because I think one of the things that happened last year, you know, people last year, Zeke Elliott has lost a step and this, that, and the other. But if you remember, Zeke Elliott, uh, July 15th, you know, you saw the video of him talking about having COVID, and he's like, oh, I'm fine and everything else. But if you listen to that, you can, you can hear him literally grasping for breath because he, <laughs> and, and I think that that COVID ended up being something that slowed him down in getting ready for the season because it was still two weeks later before he started working out, which was really beginning training camp. Mm -hmm. cd lamb just got off the covid list and you know on hard knocks he admitted that you know he couldn't have the taste and the smell and all although he had that big plate he had that big Mm -hmm. plate and maybe that (laughs) shit slowed his ass down but you don't know if he actually had some you know hangover from having covid and stuff like that because that didn't seem like a cd lamb uh typical game to have that many drops and stuff in there um but you know they were hitting out there
0: Oh, they were. And I see as soon as their cornerback left the game, you guys were targeting their boy every single play. Like, I like that. Kellen Mond, I'm a Kellen Mond. Um, Kellen Moore, uh, as soon as he saw that cornerback come in the game, y'all yeah. went at him like six straight plays in a row. Like, that's how you take advantage of a mismatch. And, I mean, you guys have weapons for days. Um, for those who do say Zeke is washed and Zeke's not part of the plan anymore, what do you say to that?
1: You know what, That he did exactly what you needed him to do because he sacrificed his ass for Dak Prescott. And you can see the dynamic between those two guys. It's one of those things that, you know, I'm not getting the ball tonight because, you know, the game plan is we're going to be passing it. And you can see that that was working for the most part. If CD doesn't have those drops or, you know, um, if our kicker actually kicked the field goals, okay, for him to miss the extra point in that first, I don't blame him on the second field goal in there. It's a different game. If we end up getting the push-off at the end of the game, it's a different game. So, you know, you're not going to be perfect every game. But Zeke Elliott, he was there blocking lights out. And if you – you know, most people don't really watch – Oh, he block. was in
0: there. I saw him mixing he it up. In,
1: I mean, you saw some blitzes that he literally hit a guy and the guy went backwards. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to still see Zeke Elliott feasting on some games. See, the Cowboys, everybody says you didn't really run the ball, but see, what the Cowboys did was they used the short passes and the screen as their running game to get people the ball in space as opposed to trying to bludgeon everybody up the middle, knowing that Tyler Badish, who, Tyler Badish actually had a bad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you would think oh, that Connor, well, you would think that Connor McGovern, you know, having to step in for Zach Martin would have been the weakest link, but um, actually Tyler Badish was terrible. Vita he Vita a, was frying. Uh, seven <laughs> pressures, five hurries and two quarterback hits. Whew. Yeah. And that was, that was from your center. And if you notice you know, a lot of times Dak Prescott, it was just kind of like you just saw an arm coming out of a crowd throwing the mm-hmm. football because they were able to get that push. Now, don't get me wrong. That front they have with Namak and Sue, but Sue didn't really have that great a game. It was Vita Vey that was Vita able to Vey, really. Oh, my
0: God. He Vita's, was dominating. <laughs> oh my,
1: yeah, it's like that That was a guy that I wanted for the Cowboys, but he got drafted before we got a chance. And this is where I always have disagreements with people. I always say your biggest bang for the buck is the defensive line. Vita Vey. It was literally requiring to get double teams. Vita Vay was hurting the quarterback. Vita Vay is making that secondary better because the quarterback doesn't have time. Vita Vay is keeping the guards from being able to get the linebackers and the linebackers to make that play. If we had a guy like Vita Vay last night up in the middle, shit. That's what we missed. But our biggest problem though was Anthony Brown last night. Mm-hmm. Dude got dude got abused, man. Hey, I know if that's y'all biggest
0: problem, y'all gonna have some nights when y'all when them when that burgundy and gold comes through. But uh, we, we're not talking about us right now. Okay. We're not talking but, about but let's us. Right be clear, <laughs>
1: you don't have Tom Brady. Okay, of course you don't have Tom Brady and <laughs> and Antonio Brown and all the correct. And, okay, that, we talking night and day there, dog.
0: We oh talk- yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh for sure. For sure. For sure. But that
1: defense that we have though. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You do realize that Ryan Fitzpatrick is usually only good for the first half of the season. And we play you at the second half.
0: Oh yeah, but by that time, you know the offense should be having some momentum. We'll probably have Curtis Samuel back then because I don't know if you heard, but we just put him on IR today. Oh no, so, I did not. yeah, Curtis Samuel's on the IR, so that means that y'all get a y'all y'all get a nice. Y- y'all going to get a nice dose of rookie wide receiver diami Brown, and pre- trust me, y'all are going to know who this guy is soon. I stashed him on my fantasy team just waiting for this, because I already think even with Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. he was going to end up being our wide receiver too, because he might be the most talented receiver on the team, and I love me some Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin oh. is going to be the most technical receiver yeah. on the team, but diami Brown, this dude's different, but... Yeah, man. How do you feel about the rest of the NFC East games this week? We got Denver at New York and Atlanta at Philly or Philly at Atlanta.
1: Yeah, Atlanta. Um, I, I actually think that Atlanta Falcons. I know Atlanta is basically rebuilding, but I think uh, the Eagles are just terrible. You know, uh, as, I do much, too. as <laughs> much as they talk about, you know, Dak needed preseason. I think that hurts. Uh, definitely needed more preseason. In fact, I, I just look at Miami. I put in this category as I do philadelphia it's like you've done everything you can to destroy your relationships with your quarterbacks yep the fact that you ended up naming hurts your starting quarterback what just a week ago
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know of course you had all the rumors about you know wanting to get Deshaun Watson, Watson. and then you got the whole flacco situation it's kind of like yeah you're a starting quarterback you know but we really don't believe in you we're trying to find anybody that'll replace you and it's kind of like you you screw up his whole ego and it's kind of the same thing with tampa bay with uh with tua you know you got the rumors of course of deshaun watson he's not a team captain it's like how is your starting quarterback not a team captain
0: yeah, that's crazy
1: you know that's and not, it's kind of like not a good look you know, this is where you want to say we believe in you even if you don't believe in him we want you to think you do we want you to feel good about it and i just think the eagles are going to be one of the worst teams in the nfl this year i just really do i agree they are a team that always <laughs> seems like they keep trying to get receivers but they just can't seem to get the right ones. You know, they, they ended up getting, uh, uh, you know, missing on DJ Metcalf, the very next pick, they ended up missing out on Justin Jefferson,
0: <laughs> uh, of course,
1: uh, you know, the old Deontay Smith. He's the guy. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see if he is or, or not. I like Devontae. I
0: like Devontae, <laughs> but but see, that...
1: you know, it's, it's one of those things that sometimes you, you, it, your team just ends up being that one that kills wide receivers. Hell yeah. <laughs> In the same way washington kind of kills
0: quarterbacks yeah we, we we do that we turn them out and we keep them pushing it, 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 it it <laughs> you
1: know number one draft pick it doesn't matter if you've been a, a stable veteran it's just like it's something about fedEx field and the washington football teams that just seems like it ends quarterbacks careers it's i i don't know what it is you know mm-hmm. it, this, this may be the last team for ryan fitzpatrick
0: it might so, be it also could be the last team for him because he may actually succeed here, oh. you know? He could, he could get sent out on a swan song. <laughs> what's level
1: Kool-Aid you want, bro? bro.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking the Kool-Aid until I'm told otherwise right now. I feel good. Things are moving, things are moving in the right direction here right now. I really like what's going on. I got the Giants beating the Broncos, and I got the Eagles getting washed because the Eagles are gonna win like four games this year. Like when I did my game by game predictions of our season, I almost didn't want to talk about the Eagles because I expect us to sweep them. If we don't, that's an issue because I think they're going to be really bad and they're going to be drafting a quarterback next year.
1: Oh, definitely. And that's where if you're really an Eagle fan, you want them to be really bad this year. You want Carson West to have a great season, get that number one pick. You want to be bad and get all those picks and just start rebuilding the whole damn thing. The Giants versus Denver. I think this is actually going to be uh, the Denver Broncos. I think going to win that game. You
0: think so? I I think Teddy, Teddy. Uh,
1: uh, Teddy, but that defense, okay? Yeah, yeah I, you I know, good. I've got you know Rashid, the stinky New York Giant fan, who you know he's literally the definition of a hater because I said, you know, he's always about oh Daniel Jones, Danny Dime, and this, that, and the other. I said, you know what? I said, would you trade Daniel Jones for Dak Prescott? Straight up, he said, no.
0: Oh no, he's crazy. He's crazy.
1: I said, wait, 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 wait. Later on during this live stream, he was talking about Teddy Bridgewater. Man, he's looking good, man. He said, I'd trade Daniel Jones for Teddy Bridgewater. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) You just hate Dak then, right? Because there is no way in the world. Dak, he just gets all his yards in garbage time. He's just a garbage score. I was like, you know, your Giants kind of are always getting their ass whipped. How come Daniel Jones don't have a whole lot of yards in garbage time, man? But Daniel Jones, this is kind of crazy. Has had 27 starts and has 29 fumbles. That's a that, that's it's a crazy. lot of fumbles. That's <laughs> crazy. And, uh, I want to say 22 interceptions. So he turns over the football quite a bit. And I honestly, you know, as much as people keep talking, oh, he's the first round pick. I, I don't think Daniel Jones is that good of a quarterback at all. And he's got Jason Garrett as an offensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. um that offense is gonna be bad they have no offensive line their offensive line is terrible you're gonna see Denver feast on them and you're gonna see Daniel Jones turn over that football
0: I hope so I hope that's the case I really do hope that's the case but like I'll take the Giants in that game but I don't know. All I know is we play them next Thursday because we yeah. have two games in five days, and we better beat these fuckers because Daniel Jones has never lost to us. He's 4 0. And we're like the only wins he's got in his career almost. <laughs> like, he's lost versus every other team in the NFL he's played.
1: Except, Except for Washington.
0: <laughs> it's all right. We're going to get his ass. We can just briefly talk about Hard Knocks. What did you think of you guys' season on Hard Knocks and how it compares to when the new Washington blanks are on there next year and we're the hottest thing smoking in the NFL?
1: We're smoking to What you smoking over there, man? Come on. The hottest thing smoking? Hey, oh, is that year? because they're on fire and burning the place down? Yeah. <laughs> um, Hard Knocks, interestingly enough, there were no major storylines in there. It was actually pretty tame in mm-hmm. comparison to what you normally would get with Hard Knocks. You would figure that something would have been, you know, earth shattering or some kind of, you know, so It was actually kind of vanilla. It was for the most part. In fact, it was kind of crazy because everybody that they kind of featured of, you know, the players that are the hopefuls, you figured that half of them would be cut, you know, so you break the hearts and you know get the tear jerkers. And then the other two would make, they ended up keeping all of those guys, even Ben Dianucci. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, it, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the Dukes, Yeah, you know, that's my school. Um, I don't think it was anything that that really would preclude the Cowboys from being good. I didn't see people really trying to ham it up more than, I guess you could say, uh, uh, Bones Fossil talking about his gonads. <laughs> I mean, other than that, it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of myth. And I don't think it'll hurt the Dallas Cowboys season. Uh, you know, I'm glad I saw it because that was really the only place we saw Dak Prescott working out. Um, it was amazing to me that you really did not see Jalen Smith whatsoever, almost in hard knocks. i know. Uh, you saw him in a few scenes <laughs> here and there in the first ones by the last one. I didn't, I, I literally watched it a second time to say, I, I've got to see if I can even see Jalen Smith, but that may actually be a psychological game that actually helps Jalen Smith because, He actually played a lot last. He started last night and at one point, he actually had three tackles in a row with no swipes. He didn't do any swipes. You didn't hear anything. You didn't see him dancing around. He actually played a decent game last night. And I will say for my defense, they gave up a lot of yards to the goat. There's no ifs, ands or buts about it. But they are a totally different defense than what they were. They did a lot of things different than we would have done in the past. We were always a bend, don't break type defense with Rod Marnelli. They kept coming after him. And they're going to get better as the season goes on because they're going to be learning the season and the nuances. You know, Micah Parsons got beat on a pass play. You know, he got sucked into it and was late on the coverage. You know, he's a rookie. But you can see the ability that he has. Demarcus Lawrence played outside linebacker sometimes in coverage. Well, you know, you saw him having to cover, of course, um, Gronk. Uh, sometimes he was coming in from a two-point stance. Sometimes is a three-point stance. So they're going to do a lot of mismatches. They're going to do a lot of fakes and things. And as the season goes on, because quite frankly, the way the NFL is now, the games are actually more like practice and getting you set up because you don't hit anymore. You don't do anything live. You don't have anything at full speed in training camp and practice anymore. It's really mm-hmm. learning in the games. And when we get better, when we get in the Val Gallimore back and stuff as uh, Quentin Bohan, who actually played quite a bit last night, that big behemoth starts getting better and understanding about staying low and you're not playing against tom brady that defense is going to be capable they got four takeaways and that's the key in the nfl is taking the football away
0: oh yeah i don't care how accidental it happens four turnovers versus the super bowl champs is impressive so as much as we can say dallas defense is not good that's not a bad start that's not a bad start and y'all had every opportunity to win that game your yep. kicker sucks. I'm like, I don't know what the hell was going on uh, with him he,
1: was, he came in the last week and a half of training camp coming off back surgery. So he didn't get any reps in preseason back surgery. You don't know how bad it may have been. That may have been, you know, we had brought in another kicker and maybe we should have kept him for a little longer. But yeah, you, you can't miss extra points and you can't miss chip shot field goals.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm ho- we're going through similar things with our kicker. Hopefully he got all of that shit out of his system in the preseason. But you got anything special coming up for your channel, man? You could plug anything you got before you go.
1: Well, you know, definitely if you are a Cowboy fan, definitely come on over the channel and hang out and stuff. But the thing that's kind of interesting is I think I have as many fans of the Eagles and the Giants in Washington that come in as a new Cowboy fans because it's not really about necessarily – You know, just talking trash and hating on each other. We actually try and have real discussions about football and stuff. You know, like I said, like you, I hate the Washington football team. I'm never going to root for the Washington football team, but I can respect what they're doing and understand it's a rivalry and actually be, you know, talk with my head as opposed to my heart about them and stuff. But we have real discussions about football and on Sundays. Um, what we're going to be doing is we start out live streaming at one o'clock. Uh, we've got direct TV, so we're going to be following all of the games, talking about fantasy football and who's having a great game and stuff, watching the Washington game, the Eagles, the Giants and so forth. And it's kind of like a party out here.
0: Oh, yeah, that's lit, man. That's a great time. And also, before you go, you're from the Virginia area. So you're in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, but you ended up being a Dallas fan. You want to tell the people who don't know? Because I'm pretty sure most people already know. Everybody in the world subscribes to your YouTube channel.
1: Man. All right. So it was hard for me growing up. Okay. I'm old. Okay. I was born in 1965. To put that in context, schools were still segregated in Virginia. Um, A black person and a white person could not legally marry each other. The reason why the state of Virginia is known for lovers is because of the love case versus Virginia, which actually opened that up. My father, of course, liking football, couldn't support the Washington football team, which was the last team to integrate. Okay, Um, the NFL started integrating in 1949. Here it was the 60s. Still, Preston Marshall would not have a black player on his team. So my dad said, I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to be a Cowboy fan. Me as a little kid sitting on the couch, hanging with my dad on Sundays, he's watching football and saying, go Cowboys. I don't know what football is. I don't know what the Cowboys is. But I know the man that I looked up to, he was for it, and so I was going to be for it. And that started my passion for the Dallas Cowboys. And it was difficult because when I went to high school, that's back in the heyday of the Washington football team when they were winning Super Bowls with Joe <laughs> Gibbs, nice. you know, with, with three different quarterbacks. And I actually went to school with the defensive coordinator, Richie Pettibone. We played, him and his son, we played on the same football team at Madison High School. Joe Gibbs' son, J.D. Gibbs, of course, was crosstown rivals. It was Redskins, excuse me, Washington football team all around us. I mean, they would have Redskins. I had to <laughs> stick to my guns. Cowboy <laughs> fan which was difficult being you were knee-deep in Washington Territory. It's kind of changed a bit now with, uh, you know, basically the internet, the world's smaller, it's easy to follow other teams, of course, now, and you do have a lot of Cowboy fans that are in the D.C. uh, metro area and so forth as well as everywhere. We're like cockroaches.
0: Y'all are. Y'all are. (laughs) yeah y'all just find a way to just disperse yourself i call you guys nfl mickey mouse you guys are like disney apple like y'all are like the big brand like you can hate you fuckers all you want to you have to accept that y'all are the biggest brand in the sport even if it's not even if it's not shown on the field or at or equates to any relative success in current day football it's all good man
1: <laughs> on that one Well, you know, I can't wait to uh play you guys again and uh hopefully everything will be okay with COVID because I will be tailgating there. We were going to have Ooh. a big ass party. Um last year was the first time in the last five years that we didn't have a tailgate, and every year it just gets bigger and bigger. And I plan on coming to your house and having a party.
0: Hey, I'm in the red zone lot all year. When you do, just let me know and we can combine the tailgates, man. Thank I appreciate you. you for coming on with me today, Mark.
1: All right, man. Best of luck to you guys this weekend against the Chargers.
0: Hey, man. Appreciate that. I'm going to definitely come down to your studio and bring some burgundy and gold so we can, you know what I'm saying, we can make it look better in that area. But that's going to conclude today's episode of Rambling About Washington. Y'all know the channel, Rambling with Rio Robinson. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Sub my guy, Mark Holmes, even though you probably already have him sub. Until next time, hell to the nameless football team. Deuces. How
1: about them, Cal?